my dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru here in South Australia. I'm currently ministering at Sinai as well as Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Churches within the South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Well, I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener, and our theme for this week has been, Is the Bible Relevant in the Third Millennium? That is the theme for this week. The topic, however, for today is, can the Bible be trusted? What did Jesus say? Our co-host for this week has been, well, is today, Helen Gray. And uh, Helen, welcome. And this is 2021, the first time that we are back together in the studio. How are you? And are you excited? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, Fabiano. Actually, it is, it is very good to see you again and to work with you. That's right. And uh, I'd like to welcome all our listeners as well. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wherever you're listening at, you know, we welcome you. And um, we are also thankful that you could actually tune into Faith FM. Now, Helen, let me ask you a question. What are some of your ambitions this year? Personal or <laughs> well, anything? <laughs> I'd like to. I just like to know what exactly are you looking for uh, forward to in 2021? Well, number one, my health is improving, so Amen. I'm certainly looking forward to a, a yeah, better year yeah. as far as health is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I'm so enjoying uh, studying with people. Yeah, that I yeah. would like to um, get some more people on board. That's right, and share the word with with them. Mm-hmm. And also at Birdwood, we are hoping to run a few programs. You know, oh, for wonderful. the community. Maybe you will um, advertise some of those uh, yes, when the time that, is right. That okay, that would be really great. So yeah, yeah got a few things coming up. That is really really good, and. Um, yeah, I, I was also going to ask, uh, you know, for Faith FM this year, what are some of the things that I guess you are hoping to, you know, sh- uh, well, maybe not share with us because we still got, you know, to plan and things like that. But but how, when you think about Faith FM in 2021, what are some of the things that come to your mind? Well, as far as sharing with people, mm. I think we've started off well. Yeah. I love to share about the Bible That's and right. especially to talk about Jesus. Amen. Um, I think first and foremost, people need to know him yeah. and to fall in love with him. Amen. Um, and, and trust him, learn to trust him. That's right. And I think the prophecies mm. which brought me into this, um, <clears throat> this study, yeah. um, on Daniel, to me, they're so important, Daniel and Revelation. They're very right. relevant to this time. That's right. And uh, I firmly believe the Lord is coming soon. Amen. And people need to know, and they also need to know how he's coming and what is it, because otherwise they could be deceived. Mm, you know, mm, I live mm. life more abundantly, mm-hmm. and I just love life, and I'd love to see other people loving it as well. I haven't always been this way. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been through some pretty traumatic times, yeah. as a lot of people have, mm. but I praise God. I praise Praise God, he's allowed me through these experiences and through it all, it's drawn me closer to him. Oh, wonderful. Now, Helen, you are a Bible-believing Christian. Absolutely. And obviously the faith that you have, the life that you're living has has been influenced and uh, it, it is all because of the Word of God 
that you read. And mm-hmm. interestingly, just recently, you know, there's been quite a lot of changes in the, you know, in, in the U.S. and uh, the whole world has been looking at the pol- the polit the pol- uh, the politics. That's it. I was thinking of a different word, but the politics, anyways. And interestingly, President Biden on Wednesday, that would have been uh, last week, I believe, quoted scripture and led the nation in a silent prayer and called on members of both parties to come together saying he will be a president for all Americans. And um, he says, and I quote, we must set aside politics and finally face the, this pandemic as one nation. As the Bible says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. That's what Biden said. He obviously he was quoting Psalms 30 verse 5. And uh, he then ended by saying, we will get through this together. Obviously, Biden believes in scripture. And he, as a president of America, believes that Scripture has uh, is relevant today, and Scripture is God's word. He believes in the Bible. How, how do you understand that, and what do you have to say in regards to the relevancy of Scripture today? Okay, uh, I was interested in listening to what you just said, mm. uh, and yes, I'd like to believe the same, and we take it at face value mm. that he does believe in the Bible. However, there have been many people quoting Scripture mm. who actually didn't believe in the Bible, and right. I'm not saying that right. President Biden's doing that, mm-hmm. but we need to check everything that we hear mm. against the Word. Against the Isaiah word. 8.20 says, if they mm-hmm. speak not according to the to Word, word yes. there is no light in them. So That's I right. guess only time will tell on, mm. on mm. that. One, which brings us back to the relevancy of today. Yes. You know, that we ourselves need to be very careful. We Mm -hmm. need to be students of the scripture. That is very Um, true. Otherwise, we will be deceived as well. That is very true. There are many scoffers out there, Mm. uh, and we have a choice. Mm. We can choose Christ to be in our life. That's right. And live life more abundantly, or we can say, I don't want to have a bar of him Mm. and go on our own merry way, and Mm. uh, we reap what we sow. That's right. Mm. But it's quite interesting to see that uh, even you know people within politics coming back to scripture. Mm. Obviously, they, they they have an understanding that 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 um, scripture is the most important book in the world, and by quoting scripture, in a sense, he's tapping into the um, uh, what should what should we call it. He understands that scripture has a huge influence and 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 has huge meaning. In the society. And it's not just like any other book. No, that's correct. But then again, Adolf Hitler Mm. also had read scripture. Mm. Scripture. Mm. He he Mm. knew about Nebuchadnezzar. He Mm. knew about the image. Right. And, um, of course, he decided Mm. that... Um, he was going to succeed in drawing the world together in a super race, yeah, which was yeah. actually against what the Bible said. That's right. So but some people can read it right, yes, and other people can just use it for their own purposes. Yeah. Uh, that is very sad. And we've got to be careful that we don't do that either. That's right. That's right. That's, that's why we need to, before we open Scripture, mm-hmm. that's why we need to have prayer and invite the Holy Spirit exactly. to guide us exactly. and lead us. And, and you are right. We will pray shortly. Now, seeing that we are living in the times in which we are living, there are, I guess, lots of changes in society, and uh, both politically, economically, as well as uh, you know, um, 
in the natural world as well. We are seeing quite rapid successions of events. Um, does scripture speak to that as well? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. It's prophesied very much. That's right. Um, and, you know, as I said, once you start studying, and especially yeah. if you look at Daniel and Revelation, okay. and, you know, and what Jesus says mm. about the end times, yes. yeah, yes. it's it's like I don't believe we should be sitting there with a little tick and saying, oh, that's done, that's done, that's okay. done. Okay. But I have great assurance in the fact that there yeah. is one, one major event mm. still to come. When mm. you look at Daniel and the prophecy going through Daniel, okay. everything yes. – up to the last prophecy right. has actually come true a hundred percent. Wow! And what even gets me is there are even prophecies that talk about a a town, and it talks about even um, the dust would be scraped off the rocks. Right. And when you look into that, mm. that actually happened in history, mm. and and that gives me confidence in this wonderful in book. That's right. And of course, as a result, the last one that's to come is the second coming of Christ, and I believe. That all the others have come true, yeah. then that's what we're waiting for. I see. Now, our dear listener, you are probably thinking, wow, this is going to be quite an amazing discussion. We would like to actually hear from you. Where are you listening from? And what is your favorite book in the Bible? You can actually text us on 048-880811. That is 048 048- Zero eight eleven. Please let us know where you're listening from so we know at least there's someone listening. And uh, let us know what your favorite book in the Bible is. And while we're waiting for you to respond, Helen, what is your favorite book in the well, Bible? Well, before we go to that, can you ask them also, please, to say why it's their favorite? Right. Okay. Here is something yes. to add then to, to that text. And we'll be watching. We'll be waiting to see that. Yeah. Why is that your favorite book in the Bible? So maybe I could just uh, once again remind you the number. That is zero four double. Eight zero eight eleven. What? Where are you listening from? What is your favorite book in the Bible, and why is that your favorite book? Um, yeah. So please share with us, and we'll be yeah, we'll be uh, excited and uh, looking forward to uh, you know to 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 receiving that text message. So yeah, while we're waiting, Helen, what is your favorite book then in the Bible? Well, I love the whole Bible. Okay. But one of my favorites yes. is in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and it's. Um, the chapters, three chapters, right. written by Habakkuk. All oh, right, and he mm-hmm. was a prophet. Yes, and why I love that is the fact that he was a prophet. He actually yelled, literally yelled at God. Right. You know what's taking so long, and right. you know, and he sort of treated God like he was indifferent and what okay. have you. Mm. Um, and then. God virtually didn't zap him out and no. say, hey, watch who you're talking to. Yeah. He actually invited him to come a bit higher. So mm. he did. He got up on his mm. tower and, and then he saw around and then God, he questioned God again. Mm. And God said, I had a great answer. That's you know, right. he said, I, I've got something wonderful going to happen. But yeah. the wonderful thing was the, the city was going to, ca- another enemy was going to come mm. and attack them. Well, to Habakkuk, that didn't look very good. So no, that created another not. question. That's right. And then God said, come up a bit higher. So up he went up to the mountain. Mm. And he saw it from God's perspective. Mm. And that to me, it well, it shows 
how how long suffering God is. It That's shows right. how gracious He is. That's right. It it shows that um, He is concerned about our needs and mm. our worries. Mm. And mm. so one day when I was pretty cross with God about something, and then I read about Habakkuk, I kind of felt I was in good company. <laughs> so it gave me <laughs> oh, encouragement. There you go, there you go. I don't suggest we go around yelling at God all the time. No, but, definitely not. But He says, not. "Come and let us reason together," and yeah. He He wants to hear from us. He wants Amen. to tell us, you know, Amen. what's best for us. That's very true. No, that is that is quite amazing. Yeah, no, so let, uh, we'll give our listener, you know, a few minutes there as, uh, you know, as they get the phones together and maybe connected by the number to text, uh, you, uh, to text us with is, uh, 048-0811. Please let us know where you're listening from and what your favorite book in the Bible is and why. We'll, we'll be excited actually to interact with you and just find out uh, more about our listener and where you're listening from and, and so forth. So before we, uh, uh, before we go any further, I'd like to just ask that uh, we begin uh, with a word of prayer and we are going to take a break shortly and then we'll dig much deeper now into scripture as we ask the question, uh, can the Bible be trusted? What did Jesus say? Let's pray. Heavenly, most precious Father, Lord, creator of heaven and earth, we are thankful, we are grateful for life and this wonderful opportunity. Lord, we come to you because we know that you spoke by your word everything came into existence. And Lord, we are so thankful that your word is a lamp unto our feet. And Lord, we are so thankful because the living word, came and dwelt amongst us and that is Jesus Christ. We ask that the Holy Spirit will lead and will lead all of us and guide us into a fuller understanding of your will for each one of us. This we pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And so my friend we are going to take a short break but do stay with us we've got wonderful wonderful uh message uh, to share and the song is Give Me the Bible. And here it is. Give me the Bible, star of gladness gleaming To cheer the wonder, lone and tempest-tossed No storm can hide that peaceful radiance beaming Since Jesus came to seek and save the lost Give me the Bible, holy message shining Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way Precept and promise, law and love combining Till night shall vanish in eternal day Give me the Bible when my heart is broken when sin and grief have filled my soul with fear Give me the precious words by Jesus spoken Hold up faith's lamp to show my Savior dear Give me the Bible, holy message shining Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way Accept and promise, law and love combining Till night shall vanish in eternal day 
Give me the Bible, all my steps enlightened. Teach me the danger of these realms below. That lamp of safety or the gloom shall brighten. That light alone the path of peace can show. Give me the Bible, holy message shining. Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way. Precept and promise, law and love combining. Till night shall vanish in eternal day. In eternal day. In eternal day. Hi, I'm Michael, the station director here at Faith FM. Faith FM's almost 11 years old and it's been incredible to see how God has used us to change lives around Australia in every community we reach. I'd like to invite you to partner with Faith FM in supporting and growing your station by giving whatever God calls you to share. You can go to faithfm.com.au slash donate or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM to see how you can make a difference. Thanks for listening. Welcome again. You are listening to Faith FM positively different and we've got a free offer this week and that is the bible with mark finley helps if you'd like to get a free copy of that bible you can actually send us your name and your address so all your contact details to zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven and the number is zero four double eight Double eight zero eight eleven. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM, and I am Fabiano with our co-host Helen Gray in the studio, who is currently ministering at Birdwood, and we are so excited to be able to get into today's topic, which is can the Bible be trusted, and what did Jesus say? Let's pause for a minute. I realized that I gave out the wrong number before when I asked that uh, you send us your uh, location of where you're listening from and your favorite book in the Bible. I apologize for that. Uh, I realized the number. I had left out two numbers. Now, the number is 048880811. Please do uh, accept my apologies and send us, let us know where you're listening from uh, and your favorite book in the Bible. We would love to interact with you and just, you know, connect with our listener. We're so thankful that, uh, you know, you are patient with us. So while we're waiting for you to send in your uh, location and your favorite book in the Bible, let me ask Helen, what is the Bible all about? Well, I have a quote here from Mark Finley, Mm -hmm. and uh, he once said, the great theme of the Bible is Jesus Christ. Wonderful. He is a great mountain peak of Scripture, and all Scripture testifies of Jesus' love, grace, mercy, power, and desire to save us. In fact, it is all about Jesus from Genesis all the way through to Revelation. Amen. And, um, you know, Jesus gave us so many promises as well. And one of them, perhaps we could read in Psalm 12, verse 6. Do you have that there? Yes, uh, Psalms 12. Verse 6. 
Psalms, the 12th chapter, the 6th verse, it reads, The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver tried in furnace of, of earth, purified seven times. Yeah, so Wonderful. his promises are pure yeah. and they certainly are true. So he is the Bible's central yeah. figure. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, no, that's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the Bible, um, there was a lot of predictions in yes. the Old Testament oh, right. uh, looking towards the future. And there are a lot of fulfilled predictions yeah. in the New Testament looking back. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, what else can we learn about the Bible? Or How do we answer this question? What did Jesus say about the Bible? Okay. Mm. Well, before we get to that, let me just share some of the predictions about Jesus. So we can sort of build on that to start with because it's all very well me saying what Jesus say, but Mm -hmm. does the Bible actually show us that that, um, Jesus was real? Okay. You know, and um, does it establish an authority and reliability on the Old Testament? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So let's just share a couple of texts on that if you don't mind. Yes, please. We'll let's go to Isaiah seven fourteen. Isaiah seven fourteen. Yes. And tell me what that says. All right, Isaiah seven fourteen. It reads, "Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign: Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel." Okay. Mm. Now, if I read out from Matthew one twenty three, now you've just read from the Old Testament. Yes. Um, saying what was going to happen, yes. Matthew one twenty three says, mm-hmm. "Look, yeah, go ahead. look, the virgin will conceive a child; she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us." Amen. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. And, and that came about, of course. Now, what yeah. about Jeremiah thirty one fifteen? Jeremiah thirty one fifteen. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah the thirty first chapter, verse fifteen, and it reads. Thus saith the Lord, a voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted for her children, because they are no more. Okay, Mm. I'm going to quote again from Matthew, uh, taking it from Matthew chapter 2, and it talks about Herod's brutal action, which was fulfilled, what God had spoken throughout the prophet Jeremiah. And Mm. here in verse 18, it says, A cry was heard in Ramah, Mm -hmm. weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are all dead. Oh, that is sad. That was a fulfillment, a very sad fulfillment, that one, but it Mm, actually was mm, a fulfillment. mm. Okay, let's have a look here at, um, oh, let's go to Isaiah. Yes. One of my favorite books, too. And before we go to Isaiah, guess what, Helen? We've got some response and uh, and I would just like to yeah I just like to say hello to Nada uh, who is uh, listening from Wollongong, uh, New South Wales, and uh, she says I love the whole Bible, especially the Old Testament stories. My favorite is the Book of Daniel, and a, an extraordinary man with an extraordinary life, gifted by our Lord God. The stories about Nebuchadnezzar and the interpretation of his dream is totally captivating. I love his story, especially Bible history, and this fascinates me, especially his prophecies and how they affect us even in our lives today. Thank you and keep up great work. I love listening to Faith FM. Amen. Hey, we've got uh, Faith FM, uh, uh, what should we say? You know, a, a person who loves Faith FM. Thank you so much, Nader. And we'll definitely, yeah, uh, you know, 
remain remain connected and 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 thank you for sending in your contact details as well and uh, oh, isn't it just yeah, great yeah. that nada has testified her love of the bible amen amen bless you nada yeah bless you. Uh, likewise yeah mm-hmm. and so yeah you you were you you were saying uh that uh, we're turning to which chapter again? Yes, we're going to Isaiah. Isaiah, if that's right. all right with you. Right. Okay. Okay, and mm-hmm. we're going to Isaiah nine. Isaiah nine. Verse six and seven. Verse six and seven. All right, I'll read it, and it says, "For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given." And the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Verse 7, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice. From that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Wow. Yeah, that and you know, amazing. if we were to go and look at those those particular names, yeah. wonderful counselor, mm, mm. that certainly can that was a prophecy as well. That's because right. if you look at the life of Christ, mm. he was exceptional, he That's was distinguished, right. but he yeah. without any peers, and he was the one who gives the right advice. Mm, mm, and mm. if we think of the word mighty God, mm, he mm. is actually God himself. That is very true. Which you can find through yes. the Bible. Amen. You know, everlasting mm. father meant that he is timeless. Mm, he is God mm, our father. Mm. And prince of peace, his government is one of justice That's right. and peace. You know, mm. these names should have a special meaning for us. That's right. And here, here it was prophesied back there. But let's flip over to Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. This has right. to be one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 53. It's a wonderful chapter, that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which verse are we reading? Oh, I'd love to read the whole chapter, but we haven't got time. <laughs> right. um, let's start off with verse 2, I think. Yeah, mm. verse 2. All right. Here it is. It says... For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when he, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Okay. Let's just stop there for a moment. Mm. You think about that. There was nothing beautiful or majestic in the physical appearance, was there? But, you know, Israel, Israel would actually miscalculate the servants. Mm. Uh, the servant Jesus is important. They would consider him an ordinary man. But, you know, even though Jesus would not attract a large following based on his physical appearance, he would bring salvation and healing. And it's, it's important to note that many people said that he speaks like no other. That's right. That's so, right. so let's go on. Let's have a look at verse 3. Amen. And before we go to verse 3, we've got wonderful people listening today and uh, if we've got another one here who has just texted in and says, Rama weeping for her children is a text that came to me when in tears praying for my children and has come often to remind me. Oh. I'm listening after I live in work at Avondale, Kurambong. Hey, I know Kurambong. Beautiful place. Our favorite book is John. Although I found the Psalms very comforting when going through issues. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I love the Psalms as well. Yes. And I love the poetic a star to the Psalms. They really speak to me as well. They're like they're like songs, you know. Yes. I, I love them as well. I think and a lot of them were yeah, written. They were as written songs. as songs. Yeah, mm. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Thank, thanks. Thanks for um, sending that through. And, and we also have uh, another one as well. Who uh, her name is? Uh, uh, hopefully, I pronounced this correctly. Forgive me if I don't. Canon. 
All right, Kenan Periaia. Uh, and uh, she is, oh, he or she, sorry, forgive me, uh, texting from uh, Queensland, in Kirkwood, Queensland. And uh, yes, uh, claiming also the free offer, two of those wonderful, and yeah, if you're listening and you want this free offer of the Bible, please do uh, uh, text this, uh, your contact details, 0488880811. Wonderful people. And one more, Helen, before we continue. And uh, this one is, uh, uh, yeah, just a message to say thank you for great Bible truth. Yeah. Praise God for that. Yes. The word is truth, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And as we said, it's the word is about Jesus. And what does he say? Yes. I am the way, the, the truth, yes. and the life. Amen. That's quite amazing. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Right. Let's go back to Isaiah, if we may. Oh, right. Chapter Isaiah. 53, mm-hmm. verse 3. Chapter 53, verse 3. It says, yeah. he is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we... And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we and we did not esteem him. That is, that is. And yeah, was he actually sad. despised and rejected? Well, by God's grace, some accepted his message. Yes, but at the yeah. cross, what? At happened? the cross, yes, definitely. Yeah, he was definitely yeah, a man of right, sorrows. If you look right. at the Garden of Gethsemane, mm, with mm, deepest mm, grief, mm, even mm, to the mm, point where blood came that's right, from that's him. Right, that's right. You know, and most people turned their backs on him. That Which was terrible. But right. I just, and there's a lot more there about sorrows. Uh, I can I just recommend to anybody who's listening, mm. reread that text on Isaiah 53 yes. and put your name in it. Mm. Okay. Okay, mm. where it says we turned our backs on him, put your name in. Like I say, Helen turned her uh, my back on him, yeah. and for a while I looked the other way, mm. and mm. I did not mm. care. Mm. But you know, when I when I go on, you know, he was beaten so Helen right. could be whole. That's Please right. do that; you'll find it'll make a big difference. Amen. But I'd like to pop down to verse seven, if we may. Mm. Verse 7, it says, He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. Okay, wow. does that remind mm. you of some scene that happened at Jesus when he was on the co- in the court? Oh, definitely. Well, he could say nothing. Obviously, all these accusations which were being brought against him were false. And... Yeah. You know, he was led pretty much like a lamb to yes. the slaughter. Let me just yeah. qu- let me just yeah. quote Matthew mm. um, twenty-seven verse twelve says that right. when the leading priests and the elders made their accusations against him, mm. Jesus remained silent. Wow. And even Pilate said, "Don't you hear these charges they're bringing against you?" But mm. Jesus made no response to any of the charges, much to the governor's surprise. Mm. Wow. Wow. I mean, if you were charged with different things and you knew that weren't wrong, wouldn't you yes. want to rise up in indignation? Oh, definitely. Yeah, but definitely. here's a lesson that Jesus gives us. That's right. And mm-hmm. once again, thanks for those who are who have tuned in. We welcome you to Faith FM, the uh, big Q&A Bible program. And we are also receiving a message from uh, uh, Valentine. Uh, Valentine is listening from uh, Salisbury here in South Australia. Yeah, blessings to you, Valentine. And Valentine says her favorite verse is Philippians 4, verse 6. Yeah, Philippians 4, verse 6. Do you want to share that with us? Philippians 4, verse 6. Yes, we can look at that. And Philippians 4, verse 6, this is in the New Testament, a a letter written by the Apostle Paul. And this is what he says. 
Philippians 4 verse 6, he says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. May I read it from my text? Yes, please. please. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. And it says, Don't worry about anything. Mm. Instead, pray about everything. Tell Mm. God what you need Mm. and thank Him for all He has done. Wow. Amen. Beautiful, Amen. isn't it? Amen. That is beautiful. Yes. Thank you wow. for sharing that with yeah, us, Valentine. Yeah. That was Valentine. Wonderful. So that is the Bible, Helen. And, and you have shown us, or at least helped us uh, go through a number of scriptures, which has uh, helped us to understand that Bible prophecy being, and, and the fact that it was fulfilled, really helps us to trust in the uh, in the truthfulness or the you know it really solidifies the fact that the Bible can be trusted. We've yeah. only just yeah. touched the tip T- of the iceberg. Of course, of course. I mean, there's many, many other texts we That's could right. look at. There was a text there that said that they would spit on him. There was one saying they would mm. pull out his beard. You know, more than and 300 just, prophecies. Yeah, yeah, it just blows your mind. Doesn't it, it? it is. I mean, what's the chances of one man fulfilling all that? Or nearly impossible. Yeah. Well, I, well let me see. in fact, let me refresh my words. Impossible. Because I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm just, uh, my mind is just going back to a certain scientist. I uh, just forgot his name, but we can always share that. Um, who actually tried to calculate to say, hey, what is the chance of eight of these prophecies actually being fulfilled in the lifetime of one theory. person? Mm-hmm. The probability. And that was zero. To, I mean, zero point. And a lot of numbers behind that. So obviously impossible. Well, no. Impossible for uh, for any one of us, I'd say. That's Absolutely. Right. Oh, yes. But for Jesus. Oh, you're very no. smart, Helen. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because if we're impossible, then, then it didn't happen. That's right. No, but, thanks yeah. for correcting that. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. All right. No, thank you. And um, once again, the Bible is uh, uh, God's word. Uh, it can be trusted. Uh, it, uh, comforts us, you know, just, uh, just like some of our listeners uh, have pointed out. It is the word of God after all. Amen. And, uh, Amen. Helen, I would like to just take a break and meditate on, on the words which you have just, uh, studied thus far. And I'd just like to once again remind those whom I have just tuned in that we do have a free Bible offer and with Mark Finley helps at the back of it, a wonderful uh, Bible and we can send it out to you for free if you just send us your contact details to zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven and we are going to listen to the song he leadeth me and uh, please do stay with us we'll be right back shortly blessings my friends
FM in your pocket? Just go to faithfm.com.au on your phone and you can listen anywhere and anytime. Welcome again, welcome again. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru, our co-host today. 
is Helen Gray, a regular co-host on this radio program and a faithful uh, student of the Bible. We are so glad to have Helen in the studio. Our theme for this week has been... Um, is the Bible relevant in the third millennium? And the topic for today and the question we are asking is, can the Bible be trusted? What did Jesus say? Now, dear friend, we are giving out a free offer, uh, a Bible with Mark Finley's helps. So if you would like to receive that, please just uh, send us your name, your address, uh, pretty much your contact details, and we'll send that to you for free. We also have appreciated hearing from a number of people, uh, such as Ruben Momani, uh, who is listening from Salisbury Downs, uh, and who has said that uh, his favorite Bible verse is Mark chapter 11, verse 24. And uh, we are so thankful that a lot of people have responded to this. Hey, we know that uh, we've got people listening. That's always good to know. And we are thankful that you have tuned in uh, into Faith FM. Friends, we are talking about Holy Scriptures. Now, Scriptures alone, the word Scripture actually means writings. But here today, we are talking about Holy Scriptures. Jesus quoted Holy Scriptures, the Holy Bible has prophecies outlining or giving us a path or at least helping us to understand where we are in the mainstream of time and giving us hope and and uh, an encouragement in the journey which we're on. Today we want to know what Jesus actually said. Now, like I said, he constantly made references to the Old Testament, which was the Bible actually that Jesus had at the time. And so I'd like to ask Helen to give us some examples of this so we can actually see what Jesus himself, the living word, had to say about the written word. Yes, thank you for that. May I also make a comment? These people that are sending in, bless each one of you, Amen. you know, that you're actually sharing, that you're reading the Bible Amen. and you have some favorites there. That's right. So that's, that's right. really encouraging. That's right. Okay. Um, yes, there were, there we've dealt with the predictions about Jesus in mm. the Old Testament and, and the fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Now we just want to have a look at what you've just asked. Jesus constantly made references. Yes. He obviously believed very much in the Old Testament. That's right. That's right. And, um, you know, the Bible is complete. From Genesis to Revelation, we can trust all of it. That's right. Don't discard the Old Testament mm. and, and don't just look at the new or vice versa. That's okay. right. Okay. All right. Jesus quoted even on the cross. All right. Okay. Would you like to share... Uh, Matthew twenty-seven forty-six, please. Yes, Matthew twenty-seven, verse forty. Forty-six. Oh, forty-six. That is, and it says, "Rise, let us be going. See, my prayer is, my betrayer is at hand." Let me read that again. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. That is Matthew. Uh, 26 verse no, 47, please. All right. Forgive me. Forgive me. There. All yeah. right. Matthew verse 27, verse 46. It says, And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Here he was on the cross, even though he used many times, he quoted scripture the Old Testament, mm. well, with his walk on this earth, yeah. but on the cross he did too. And if I turn to Psalm 22 verse 1, mm-hmm. 
He says, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Mm. Why are you so far away when I groan for help? Mm. Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. And every night you hear my voice, but I find no relief. Wow. He was quoting from that actual That's psalm right. That's right. while he was there on the cross, mm. which, you know, is quite incredible. How about John 10.35? John 10.35. In John, the 10th chapter, uh, verse 35, it actually reads, um, If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken. And so Jesus actually says that scripture cannot be broken. Yeah, but he also quoted back from Psalm 82. He said, I say you are gods. Mm. You are all children of the Most High, but you will die like mere mortals and fall like every other ruler. Mm. So he was actually quoting their own scripture. Right, right. Which he tended to do a fair bit. Okay, so maybe help us understand here. So he was quoting the Old Testament. Yes. And he's actually now helping them understand that he actually... Uh, believes in the Old Testament and what the Old Testament was saying uh, in that uh, he's saying, listen, um, according to verse 35, um, that that the, to whom the word of God came, which are obviously the, the, the people who received the scriptures, he was actually saying that scripture cannot be broken because he's also, uh, you know, quoting f- constantly from, from the Old Testament as well, from their own scriptures. Yes, yes. That's quite interesting. Yes, from their own scriptures. Yeah. What, what I find um, interesting too, that um, when he was going through the temptations mm. of Satan, mm-hmm. um, he actually brought up the Old Testament. It is written. Yes, yes. It is written three times. It is written. Mm-hmm. And he would quote, you know, he believed it and he trusted. That's right. Trusted in it. That's in right. in um, Matthew 5, verse 17, it says, mm. don't, Jesus used these words. He said, don't misunderstand why I've come. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or mm-hmm. the writings of the prophets. Mm. So here he is actually mentioning by name um, the writings of Moses, which mm. which we believe was the Torah, the first right. five books. That's right. And he's saying, and also the prophets. Yeah. So there's a fair bit there that Jesus was was um, exactly. talking, talking about. Even verse verse 18, for surely I said to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one depending on how you want to read it, Mm -hmm. will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. And so he's saying that the word of God is eternal. It's everlasting. Absolutely. That's that's quite, that is amazing. And Mm. just, I know we're we're running at the moment. (laughs) Yes. We're enjoying this so much. Oh, yeah. Okay. If we go and have a quick look in Luke. Luke. Luke and Luke. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. And we're going to have a look at Luke 24. Luke 24. Mm -hmm. And what I want to talk about here very quickly, I want to talk about two disciples. This is after um, the crucifixion. Right. This is after the resurrection. Okay. Mm -hmm. Am I correct there? Yes, you are. Yes, yes. And it's actually um, Jesus appearing to two believers traveling on the road. To Emmaus. Yes. Right. And uh, if I may read from the New Yes, please. Which verse? It says, I'm going from verse 13. Verse 13, all right. And Mm -hmm. it says, that same day, two of Jesus' followers were walking to the village of Emmaus, seven Mm. miles from Mm. Jerusalem. Decent walk. As they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. And as they talked and discussed these things, Jesus himself suddenly came and began walking with them. Mm. But God kept them from recognizing him. That's right. He asked them, what are you discussing so intently as you walk along? And they stopped short 
sadness written across their faces. One of them, Cleopas, replied, you must be the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about all the things that has happened in the last few days. Right. And he said, what things? Mm. Verse 19, it said, the things that happened to Jesus, the man mm-hmm. from Nazareth. They mm-hmm. said, he was a prophet who did powerful miracles and he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. But our leading priests and other religious leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and they crucified him. Mm. We had hoped he was the Messiah who had come to rescue Israel. And this all happened three days ago. And we're going to pop over to verse 25. Interesting, the words of Jesus. What does Jesus say there? Okay, verse 25. And 26. Mm -hmm. We're reading Luke chapter 23, verse 25. No, 24, sorry. Oh, Luke chapter 24, verse 25. Yes, and 26. Right. It says here, from the New King James uh, Version, uh, Then he said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, so he, he was referring then hmm. again to the prophets. That's right. In the scriptures. That's right. And then in verse 27, he actually spells it out more. He said, then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses. Yes. And all the, all prophets, the prophets. Explaining from all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Now remember. That is they powerful. Just kept, it is powerful. You know, when you say, I'd love to have been there with that conversation. Mm, I really would. Mm, mm. You know, when you think of it, that. All of that, Jesus responded to, you know, some commentators say that he started in Genesis. He began it, with the well, promised offspring in Genesis 3.15. That's 15, right, that's right. And then he went through the suffering servant in Isaiah, mm. the pierced one of Zechariah, the right. messenger of the covenant in Malachi. Mm. And he reintroduced these disciples to the Old Testament. Mm. As we said, Christ is the thread that's woven right throughout scriptures. That's right. And he's the central theme that binds it all together. You know, and some of them have actually said he may even have mentioned um, Genesis 3.12, Psalm 22, 69, 100. <laughs> Isaiah 53, Jeremiah 31, Zechariah 9.30, Malachi 3, and so on. The whole on. scripture. <laughs> I know, was getting a bit excited there. That's sorry. right. You know, Helen, I yes. believe Jesus actually authored the whole scripture, including oh. the Old Testament. Yes. Because the Apostle Peter says in 1 Peter 1.11, and maybe let me take it from verse 10 to give you a little bit of a context. It says, Of this salvation the prophets have inquired and searched carefully, who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, verse 11, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ who was in them was indicating when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. So Jesus is the author of the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I love to hear that from Genesis to Revelation, we have God's Word and being in the writings of God's Word, Jesus you know, cause most, there are some Christians who call themselves the New Testament Christians, but Jesus is the author of the whole entire mm. word. In fact, we know that in John 1, 1 to 3, obviously I'm not going to quote the whole text, but it says, uh, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And that word, the living word, Jesus Christ, as some theologians will say, he is the uh, the the word now I guess in in the flesh now we know uh, when he came on earth we had only the written word but now we have the word actually revealed mm. in thought in action and 
It's quite beautiful. Yeah, it's quite beautiful I, when you I, think about it. I love what Jesus said mm. to the Pharisees when he said, you search the scriptures for in them you think that you, yeah. you find... What is it? For in them you think you have eternal, eternal life or something life. like that. But yeah. they are they which testify of me. Of me. That's, That's quite right. Amazing. Get into the Bible. Pick up those gems. And find Jesus every, every, mm. everywhere you're reading in Scripture. Yeah. Find Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I just need to finish up. Mm. Mm. Okay, just to bring that together. Jesus used the Old Testament Scriptures to answer his followers' questions mm. about his suffering, death, and resurrection. And today, Jesus' followers still depend on the Bible for the truth about Jesus and his work. Mm. Bless the Lord today for his holy word, which brings us wisdom, guidance, comfort, and countless other blessings. We need to rejoice that its message can transform our grief into joy, just as it did the two men who met Jesus on the road to Emmaus. Amen. You know, Helen, we are living in a very challenging world, and many things are changing rapidly. There are people who are probably struggling to make sense of what is happening, but I will will recommend this scripture. We also do have a gift for those who have tuned in today. Uh, You know, there's a little book called Live More Happy, written by Dr. Darren. I'm happy to offer that to the, to the, to the, to the people who will text just this week and text in the, this following code. B-I-B-L-E. So Bible. B-I-B-L-E 88. I repeat, the code is B-I-B-L-E 88. If someone this week sends in that code to this number, 488 0811. The number is 0488880811. We'll send that to them also for free. Now we have come to the end of our program. I'm so thankful. We always have a lot, Helen, but praise God. I'll leave this Bible promise with those who have tuned in uh, or those who will listen later. And the Bible promise is this from John 8:32. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. Helen, would you like to close with a word of prayer? Love to. Thank you. Mm. Loving Heavenly Father, what a delight to open your word. with Not only with Fabiano, but Lord, with all the listeners. I pray, Father, that you will put into our hearts and our minds the need for us to study this, to pick out the gems that are there, Lord, and have the Holy Spirit to guide and lead us. I thank mm. you for those people that have contacted us. Please bless each one of them. Yes, Lord. I pray, Father, they will continue to study the word um, as they've indicated. I pray, Father, there will be many others if they've never opened the word before. I pray that you will lead them to do so. Amen. And they will find that their needs can be met in the most amazing way, especially by our wonderful Savior, Jesus Christ, Amen. who is Emmanuel, who is God with us. Bless us now, I pray, in the loving name of Jesus. And may all that we say and do bring honor and glory to you, Lord. Mm. And only you, we pray in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you for tuning in. May God bless you. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you.
May I be like you